Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. Today, our fantastic guest was not able to come since said we got brought, we got mots. I'm kidding, guys. He was our planned guest. He was. Hey, babe. What's going on? <laughs> um, if you haven't listened to the, the first episode that we did of the podcast together, you wouldn't know that um, Mots had some issues with breathing on the mic. Terrible, <laughs> terrible issues. So now he's... <laughs> very much in his own head and is um turning away from the mic every time you're not speaking right yeah just you know i i know i freaked out a lot of people and <laughs> didn't wasn't a great look no i did like the comments of people being like i kept pausing the podcast like what is that noise <laughs> thinking it was like in their house is that a bird in yeah, like, what is that? Like, like breathing whistling windy noise and then it was just you breathing at least it wasn't like someone behind them or something oh. like that. <laughs> right that's, that's what you guys shit. think if you hear some whistling just know just think like at least it's not somebody behind you <laughs> yeah it's just that dun, dun, weird dun. thing that i'm listening to on <clears throat> the podcast exactly um well uh amats is my boyfriend if you guys didn't know and if you didn't know what the f- that's feel like that's a really old if they're news. new if they're, if they're new, new to the show if you're new to the show 
This is the person I talk shit about on the podcast who wouldn't know because he doesn't listen. <laughs> Not true. You listen? Yes. What's the last one you listened to? When I asked him that like two months ago, he's like, Sasha's episode. And I was like, ooh, so you don't listen regularly. Because yeah. um, Amanda wasn't even with us. <laughs> you don't remember what the last one you listened to was? No. Okay. The, you know, the safe answer is to throw out an Aislinn episode. Yeah. That's always the safest one. Yeah. How many has Aislinn been on? Three? Four. Four? Four? Four. Oh, wow. She is our most frequented guest. Mm-hmm. She gives great advice. She does give great advice. Yeah. I get really good advice too. Well, yeah, that's why you're the host. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fam. Um, well, guys, if you are new here, this is Don't Blame Me. It's an advice podcast. Um, Melissa's also here looking fine Hi. as hell. So watch the video version too. Yeah. She had a sorority chapter meeting. Mm-hmm. You'll see the full up, full outfit in a different episode. Yeah, she's looking glam as hell, everyone. I thought I'm you were going to say it. the full episode of the sorority meeting. Oh, no. Like, for sure. <laughs> like, bonus content. <laughs> GoPro body cam. <laughs> All about it. Um, guys, if you want to leave a voicemail for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310-694-0976. And for our international mm-hmm. listeners, you can email us an audio file at meganpodcast at gmail.com. You impressed that I have it memorized? I don't think I had it yeah. memorized last time you were on. Yeah. She knows that phone number by heart, okay. but she does not know my phone number by heart. What's my phone number? What? Actually, don't say that. Do you, well, I only she, know your area code. She said that several times on this show. Though. That I don't know your phone number. I In case that. something oh, happens to I her. I can call the podcast. Yeah, then she can call the podcast, but that's the only person she can call. Yeah. How many people... How many... How often is the Google Voice account being well, checked? Well, like every day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Julie will be like, hey, Melissa, Megan's in jail. <laughs> she left a voicemail. And then I'll get saved. Yeah. Or I'll call Sydney. And then yeah. Sydney can then call people. Yeah. Because she can't do much in San I'll, Francisco. I'll be totally out of the loop, apparently. 100%. I can give everyone your area. I have your phone number, so I'd call That's you. Exactly. Yeah. It'd be just a phone tree of someone mm-hmm. be like, can anyone figure out if Megan's okay? <laughs> Who can pick her up? <laughs> uh, so bad. Okay. Um, well, is this coming out around before Valentine's after. Day? After. So this is after. like a couple days after. So. Okay. So it's like a post-Valentine's Day yeah, episode. I mean, people are calling with their problems, not for like help with their... not Like love it. Like calling to like brag about how great their right. love life Nobody's is bragging about this. this is about problems so this is like post valentine's day problem solving oh we we're all about problem solving here i like the drama more than like the gushy stuff anyway i don't want to hear about like your happiness i want to hear about your shit okay should we start let's do it let's begin hey megan i'm 20 years old and i'm in my third year at college um this semester i became friends with a guy in my class and he started inviting me over to his house a few times to do homework for class or to just hang out. I got to meet all his roommates, and I ended up actually liking one of them. The issue is the guy in my class got in a fight with me because I was talking to him and then admitted that he had feelings for me, which I told him that I liked his roommate and was not attracted to him in that way. I don't know if I should stop talking to them because of this situation I'm still very attracted to his roommate and want to have sex with him, honestly, which is pretty rare for me. Um, but I stopped talking to him as much since the fight with his friend that's in my class. And I also don't want the guy that's in my class to feel like I'm leaving him on. So if you have any advice on how you would navigate this situation, thanks. Ooh. What? Why are you giving me that look? Do you want no, to start? Well, Take it away. Actually had a very similar situation yeah. in college with one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, we were Who in- won? He did. Oh, I know which friend this is then. Yeah, you do. You <laughs> met him. 
Yeah, he's, I mean, yeah. Great guy. Um, he's a cutie. We we had a, I think it was an anthropology, so anthropology or sociology or something like that. And there was a girl that was in like our, our smaller like study group. Mm-hmm. And we both were into her. Mm-hmm. And at first it was like kind of a joke. Like we were both like, oh yeah, you're into blank and oh yeah and then it kind of got progressively more competitive like over the course of like six weeks Mm -hmm. wow it must be great to be that girl like i would have fucking loved that um and there was i i like a school party or a date night or Mm -hmm. something and uh you know she like made her intentions known i came out on the short end of the stone it's okay you got me yeah worked out obviously (laughs) um and I think, like, at that point, you know, I know, like, she's asking for advice, but I I wish the guy would kind of, like, you know, yeah. you can't control how anybody feels. Mm-hmm. And if that's the way she feels, like, don't waste your time fighting with your friend because or fighting with the girl because it's it's not going to work in your favor yeah. anyway. Like, you, you're out of college. I'm sure there are other, like, suitable, mm-hmm. like girls or people that you can hang out with that are not her i just you know in college it just doesn't seem unless you really like someone you're in a relationship with them it just seems kind of pointless to like attach so much weight to someone that just you know doesn't feel the same way yeah no i think i think you're right because i think the whole thing is like a it's not like obviously the situation's not ideal but it's also like you didn't lead this guy on by being friends with him. Like, that's the part that I'm like, okay, so you, like, if you already were able to develop a crush on his roommate, you, like, obviously weren't doing anything romantic with this other guy. Like, you guys were just friends. And so I think that's fine. Um, I think if he, I don't know, I think if he does, maybe he has too much pride to say, like, the guy that, who who likes you, maybe he has too much pride to say, like, oh, it's going to be too hard to be friends. But, like, yeah, maybe you do pull back because you don't, not like to not give him the wrong idea, but also just so like he can get over you. And then I think you're like kind of in the clear to talk to the roommate, but like that's the roommate's call. Like mm-hmm. you're, I don't think that you, unless this guy that from your class was like one of your really, really, really good friends, I don't think you owe him anything. Like, I think like you, you didn't lead him on or miss like, yeah, like mislead him by being like flirting with him and all right. or not even but then who she cares. Was honest with him. Too. Yeah, exactly. You've already told him that you are yeah. not interested yeah. in him. Just, and it's, I also don't think it's her fault. I mean, her responsibility to protect like their roommate relationship. Like if his roommate wants to like, if he's also into you and like he wants to also pursue that, like I think that's on him and yeah. then their relationship. I yeah. don't think she has to do anything about it. And yeah. don't hang out like at their place. Yeah. Hang yeah, out yeah, the yeah, other yeah. Just be respectful. Yeah. No, I, yeah, it kind of sounds like she wants to be the bigger person, mm-hmm. but she's already been the mm-hmm. bigger person. Mm-hmm. Like she was honest, you know, she... I'm sure she wasn't like overly like cruel or or mean with how she was Mm -hmm. honest. So like, I think you're right. Like you've already been the picker person. You don't have to like worry about their relationship. That sounds like the guy's issue. Like if he can't separate those feelings, like that's something he has to work on. And just like one like general thing for guys, if a girl like agrees to be your study buddy or like you work together and like she goes to lunch with you at work or 
anything like that doesn't mean the girl <laughs> likes you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's like not, that's Preach. not a that's not like the first indication that a girl likes you. Mm-hmm. That's like the first indication that she tolerates likes you your as existence. A person, maybe yeah. as a person. Mm-hmm. And if anything develops past that, that's awesome. Yeah. But like, I don't know. There's a lot of guy like a lot of guys who are like, oh, this girl like. We occasionally go to like trivia night together. She must really want to have sex with me. <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. No, it's all the guys being like, oh, you led me on. You're like, I responded to you when you texted me. And when you asked me if I wanted to hang out, I said, sure. It's like, how is that leading on at all? Right. At, it's uh, just being friends. All. Yeah. Or being friendly. And the whole yeah. thing is too, it's like, that's, I, yeah, I just, I don't know. I'm like a big fan of confrontation and just figuring shit out like right at the beginning. So like that kind of shit would drive me crazy. But I think you have every right to like do what you want to do without like avoiding people. Like, yeah, just not going out of your way to do things that would hurt somebody's feelings in like uh, I like in like a val not like a valid way. Like everyone's feelings are valid, but like you don't have to protect him and the relationship between him and his roommate because that's not up to you. And also who knows, maybe his roommate will be like, oh no, this is going to be too difficult for me. This is going to be awkward. So I'm not going to make that call. So I wouldn't stress about it because it's Mm -hmm. not your responsibility to make those calls. Like let them deal with the messy shit. Even though I like, I like throwing myself into the messy shit. I'm like, this is fun. Confrontation. Except other people's. (laughs) You just roll your eyes a little bit. We have video proof. No comment. Okay. <laughs> Fuck okay. off. Everybody just rewind, rewind 20 seconds and comment below. Did he video. roll his eyes at me? Video can be doctored. <laughs> Fake well, news. Exactly. Oh, fuck off. Okay. Should we go on to the next? Hi, Megan. Um, I am 18 years old and I just have a quick question. So I have been super attracted to bad boys my whole life. Like, boys with problems, boys that, like, have money issues, just, like, boys that have a lot of problems. And recently, I, like, haven't been dating anyone. It's been about, like, a couple years since I've dated anyone. And I just, like, took a break from it. And then I found this boy that I've been talking to. We met on Tinder, LOL. But we have been talking a long time, and we had our first date yesterday. And I thought he was the greatest. He's interested in everything that I'm interested in. Like, we've been talking for a couple of months, and then we finally met. And come to find out, he is on probation. <laughs> and, you know, I just, I really like him, and he's interested in all the things that I'm interested in. But I don't know if I should go on with this. Like, I just don't know if bad boys are my thing like if I should stay away but I really like him and I really enjoy him and we are super similar we've gone through dramatic weight loss and stuff like that like super similar so my question is should I keep this going even though he is on probation and he does have a history or should I cut it off because it's not good for me in the long run? You can be completely honest. I fully give you permission. And I love your podcast and your show. I listen every week. And, yeah, I love you. Bye. Uh, I, I love 18-year-olds' capacity to sound like they've, like, lived the life. <laughs> Don't be me. No, I, like, you've, like, experienced life. But, like, also realize you're 18. You've made a lot yeah. of life to go. Yeah. That's very true. Um, 
Okay. As somebody who like likes bad boys, um, Mutz is not a bad boy. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. You kind of are. You're not a bad. No, you're not. You're no. probably. You're. I mean, you're 100 the least bad boy I've ever like dated. But like, you're still like, you're still like a former fuck boy. There's a difference between a fuck boy and a bad boy, though. No, that's what I mean. Like, that's yeah. like, this is like, I, not that I was going to say I settled for something. No, but I'm saying like, it's not like as much as like I dated like terrible bad boys. That's the whole thing. It's like, you have to figure out what it is that you're attracted to in that. So then like for me, I dated a bunch of drug dealers. Like I had a whole <laughs> string of dating drug dealers and drug addicts, like that whole thing. Um, and so for me, it was kind of like, when I when I like looked at it from that perspective of like oh I'm into guys like this we're like yeah fuck the school I'm gonna get expelled and then like as I got into college you're like fuck the police like I'm gonna do stupid shit like dating, dating NWA <laughs> <laughs> no but like just so bad but like so but then like for me I then as I got older I kind of realized like okay I'm not like attracted to guys with a criminal record like I'm attracted to guys who like are confident in their decisions but like that doesn't necessarily necessarily mean that they have to be confident in their decision to like disregard the law like there are things that you can be attracted to in people like I like I yeah I like I like guys who just like like they're sure and where they're going and they like have drive and that drive doesn't always have to be like selling drugs like it can be something else so if you can break down what that is that you are attracted to like is it something like someone who has their shit together like that can be like something like someone who, who, yeah, they just seem confident and all of that kind of stuff. I would love to fucking know what he's on probation yes, for. Yes, that should have been your number one thing yeah. that you told yeah. us because I, then we can judge better. Yeah. Yeah. If he's in all seriousness, if he's in, if he's on probation for like a violent crime. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. like a hard pass. Get, get away. Yeah. If he's on probation for like drinking or like drugs. That's yeah. like a little bit more of a gray area, obviously. Yeah, I think that, yeah, I think there's definitely, and also like you, did we, do we know how young he is or how old he is? She didn't say. Because I'd say too, that also like depends on like that kind of age. Like, is this something that like is not, like he's on probation, but is this, is this something that was like, oh, I did this when I was like 17 or I did this when I was like younger and this is stupid. Like, is it kind of like a young, stupid thing that he learned his lesson? Or is this like a, oh yeah, I've been stealing cars for the last like seven years of like my, yeah. <laughs> like he's 12. Like, Are I've you been... saying she's dang Doug Judy? <laughs> no, we just watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> this week's it's episode so good. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like if it's something that like, it's a hat, like, do you know what I mean? Like something like that as opposed to, I don't know, something that he realized was really stupid yeah, and like really Doug dumb. Judy did. Like Doug Judy. He realized. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah, he's, night, he's night DJ's bar Oh yeah. my God, loved it. <laughs> Such a good show, guys. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of what you need to figure out. And um, yeah, I also wouldn't, I like, as much as I say now at 25, I'm like, oh, I like I like that was my type and I dated that whole string of guys. I wasn't aware of it when I was younger. So I think being aware of it is really good and really great that you do tend to go for these guys. Um, but I wouldn't say like accepting that as your type. Cause I think the hardest thing to do is kind of realize that you do, I don't know, like have a pattern in the kinds of people that you pick. It took me a long time to realize that. So now that you've already realized that, don't be like, well, I guess this is just like what I fucking do because it's not fun. Like you've seen those movies. It's never fun to be like the wife or the girlfriend of the guy who gets arrested. Like she's always like in a shit place, you know? 
Like, I, yeah, they've got a panic room. Like, it's not good. So I would just... Um, what crime did this person commit? <laughs> I don't know. I'm also <laughs> thinking back to the room. time that Ace Flynn went on a date with a guy, but he oh, was yeah. a convicted felon. Yeah. He was on... Uh, was it probation that he was on? No, he was waiting on trial. And we never got his last name, so we don't what? know. He also had like seven fel- like Why felonies. Why did she go out with somebody she can get his last name? It was a dating app. Because so? he, he was no, like, but she still. didn't think about, oh, let me write down his last name. And then when she got home from the date after he told her he was a convicted felon, he had de- deactivated his profile. Mm. So she couldn't find his last name. He was, you know, like he had a certain roguish charm. <laughs> no, he was a fucking chef, which also was like she- someone that you picked for her? No, no, okay. this was, the, oh, believe me, this was pre that. And she was like, I'm not relinquished this. She would this. not pick a chef. What? No, I wouldn't. Because I, I because because of the fact that like chefs, if we want to go, I mean, below deck, like Adam, great, love him. Um, but um, it, I would just, yeah, I'm just like suspicious of any sort of like job that has like the stereotype of like being very egotistical. Like a chef is like, it's like a, yeah. Yeah, we've all seen chef. Except he was so nice. I would, I would say you, you should definitely like call in for follow-up. Or, or Yeah, let us know what it is. But yeah. I will bet you $100 right now the boyfriend's older than her. Like, yeah, like significantly. By more than three years. Okay. Oh, that's a good game, guys. Yeah. So you got to call us and let us know how much older is he than you. And that's that if he is like four years older than you and he's on probation. Yeah, that's I feel like he's like 10 years old. <gasps> Shut up. Ooh. Oh, do you think by she means bad boys? She means she dates like old bad guys. Like guys. <laughs> I'm just thinking someone in a wheelchair, like Not that old. red lights. That's <laughs> no, 10 years. That's, that's true. 28. Okay. True, 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 true. <laughs> like guys that log on to their Facebook at the library. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I need a web cafe, <laughs> an internet cafe. Um, but yeah, call us back. Let us know what he's on probation for and like what the age difference is and all of that stuff because that's when we can give you better advice. Yeah. But I think just in general, don't pigeonhole yourself to be like, my type of guys is sucky. Mm-hmm. You know, don't do that because it's not going to end well for you. Okay. On to the next. Hey, Megan. Um, I am recently turned 22, um, and I am in this amazing relationship with my boyfriend, and we are actually expecting our first baby in May, but um, my question is that whenever me and him first started dating, um, we obviously had a very open conversation about sex and uh, what we like out of sex. Um, uh, our experience with sex and then also the topic of sexual partners came up and you know he told me that he'd only been with uh, three people um, and then I told him I'd only been with one when actuality I've been with three as well but in my mind I don't count two of them because they were like one night stands and there was horrible sex, and I never saw those guys again. Um, so I, they don't count to me, but I don't know if that is me lying to him, you know? So, so, so sometimes I feel guilty that, you know, I told him uh, the number that isn't, you know, exactly correct, but other times it's like, does it matter? Does it need to matter to him if it doesn't matter to me? So I don't know. I'm just curious what you think or your thoughts your thoughts on that thanks so much um well (laughs) my instinct reaction is my number is like an 
like a guesstimate. So I don't think that like being too off is bad at all. Even if that means that like, you you know what I mean? Like if that means you're forgetting too, I feel like I might forget too. And I, w- I wouldn't consider that lying. I also think that as just women in general, if sex is so terrible, you shouldn't have to count it. Mm-hmm. And also you don't have to count anything in general. Like if you don't want to, um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that's like a, a big deal. I think if he was like, if you had told him that he was the only person you had ever slept with, I think that can kind of be a little off. Um, but I mean, I think just like she said, like, if it doesn't matter to her, why like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. even then telling him it's going to sound like it matters to you and that it should, like, I'm a big believer in like, if you don't think that there's like, validity to something or something not important to you by bringing it up you make it important even if you're like oh by the way this isn't important but like the second that you kind of give it that space like it makes like it seem do you disagree no i i guess i can't tell if like the emphasis that you've attached to the number is and speaking like to the caller is is your emphasis like or is it because like he like has attached a lot of emphasis to the fact that you're like the only one he... Wait, I thought she was... She said she slept with one other person. Oh, okay. So she said she slept with two and he slept with three? Yeah, but they've actually slept... She told him that they said that she slept with one other person, but she's actually slept with three other people. But So they've actually slept with the same amount of people. Yeah. I guess I would say if you have a kid coming in May, you got a lot bigger things to worry about <laughs> than this. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean... Like, would you care? Like, would you like, care? I could, I, yeah, I, this. Like, I'm saying, no, if it was you and me, though, would you care if I was like, like, oh, psych, it's honestly, I would have to count on my fingers, like nine or some, so I don't, no. between like eight and 11. I, yeah, I wouldn't care. I, and I think that's like the kind of thing, like, as you get older, like it's not even really like a consideration. No. Yeah. It's like something like when I was like 20 and if a girl had been like, I've slept with X amount of guys, I'd be like, whoa. But yeah, that, I also think that's not like I, as a younger guy, I probably shouldn't have reacted that way. It's like this weird emphasis that has been built up. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I, I, I agree. Cause I think like, I remember numbers was a huge thing in high school, like talking yeah. about it then. So because you guys got together young, that conversation is probably still happening with your peers and stuff. And like your friends are still like asking. Like, I remember when I was in college, I like would ask guys that I was like hooking up with most of them. If I was sober and we were having conversations <laughs> of being like, Oh, like if who I was dating, it's like, Oh, how many partners have you had? But then as I got older, it was like, when was the last time you got tested? Like it didn't become about like the number once I got, like once you kind of get older. And so I would say, I think that like, this is just, and like not to be ageist or whatever. Like, I think this is a really typical thing that you talk about in your like early twenties when you're dating. So if you have friends who are single and they're having that conversation with you about people and like all that kind of stuff. But I think if you guys hadn't ended up together until you were like 27, 28, I don't think that like you would be harboring so much on those numbers. I don't think it would even come up. Yeah. I I, mean, I don't, you know, like I think it's like, 
admirable that it may that you feel guilty for lying to him about this um i would say like if it's the kind of thing like if you're struggling with whether or not to tell him and be like i've actually slept with two other people yeah if it's really going to upset him i don't know if i would bring it up yeah, yeah. no i think i and i think the whole thing is it's like you're saying that you, i think what you're asking and i might be wrong is like if you should care about this more than you do because you're saying like what she's saying is that like she's like i don't find this important at all but like should i find this important because like the number is not huge do i mean like there's right. only they, they're, they've slept with the same amount exactly of people. yeah so i i don't think that this is like I think and, you should care less yeah this yeah. is not like a monica and richard situation we just watched that last night too where richard wait where, richard has slept with two people two people and then monica said that she had slept with Less than a ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, what? Friends. And like panicked. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think that you need to feel like this is. And like as somebody who hates lying, I don't think you need to feel like this is a lie. Also so much because like, I I mean, I, I have friends who like didn't even discover their sexuality until they were like later. And they don't count the girls that they've slept with as people that they slept with. Like now that they're out as like gay, like as like as men. That's what I mean. So like, I don't think you necessarily need to. I, I think is yeah. This is I like say, a non-issue. Yeah. Like you should be thinking about the child that yeah. is going to be entering your life very mm -hmm. soon. Why and wondering why you feel guilty? It yeah. feels like there's yeah. like a root to something. Like why mm -hmm. is the reason that you feel guilty about this? Yeah, that's that, a good point. That's yeah. a great point. Yeah. So reflect on that, and don't worry so much about the other stuff. Okay. Best of luck with your baby. I hope yeah. you're naming it Megan Melissa. Oh, I like that. Isn't that a good name? It is a great name. So cute. Do you want to be Moth in it too? Amanda in it too? All of us? Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just $60, bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. 
Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com. Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, in the new year with protein and superfood rich products with so many options and flavors for your personal preferences. They're adding new products all of the time and I just got my, I mean, I didn't just get my package. I just got a, 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 a secondary of my package. And I, as someone who needs electrolytes to function there, it's like elixir from the gods. I cannot sing their praises enough, specifically the cucumber flavor of this electrolyte mix is delicious like it's it's so good i've even like had it on like ice and been like i'm drinking like a drink drink like you can throw a little straw in there and it's it's delicious it's so good and i just i love they're filled with so many great ingredients that really help if you're like me and you like you know medically need some electrolytes but also if you're working out if you're sweating hot summer day you're going to an amusement park you're on your feet for a long period of time all of that um most of us are not getting the electrolytes we need yeah i drink mine specifically when i am working out it's my beverage while i'm working out i just take one stick of the hydrate mix it in with my bottle of water 16 ounces of water can provide the same amount of hydration equal to drinking two to three bottles of water if you got that hydrate in there they also have the all-in-one shakes which i absolutely love i'm running low so i gotta get some more but um i love the chocolate bliss the vanilla cream the caramel sundae i have all three of those flavors sometimes i mix and match them sometimes i'll use it when i'm baking or i'll just drink it straight and it is they're so good they have a triplex protein blend plant-based proteins that include pea brown rice and pumpkin that makes it so delicious you can get fiber and superfood blends with more than 25 organic fibers and superfoods blended into one easy, delicious shake. And they also have 310's four shake flavor starter kit, which lets you sample all the flavors for only $9. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with Don't Blame Me and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 for your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and super easy to put together an order, or you can start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code BLAMEME right now for 50% off up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code BLAMEME. In our live stream, our listeners are always recommending and talking about books. So we're so excited about Book of the Month because this is something that our listeners are going to love. This is a brand that I've been familiar with for a, a long time. I like love watching people talk about it. I love seeing what books people are reading and like what books they have available. And I, I, I love I love everything about it. So I'm so excited uh, for someone who like, <laughs> you know, the ease of getting into a book. A lot of it can feel like really daunting. So to have like a service where it's like you're going to get like high quality hardcover books, which that's my preferred way to read at incredible prices, but also curated. So it's like amazing, cool, wonderful, great. This is it's kind of like a. A straight shot into that and something that book of the month 
you can do over and over and over again. And one of the great things about it is the longer you are part of the program, the cheaper the books get. Book of the Month's mission is to help readers discover new books they love and promote the work of emerging authors. One of the amazing things about Book of the Month is that every aspect of Book of the Month experience is designed to be fun and special for readers. First of all, the books come in a bright blue box, which is very pretty. Me and Megan were just talking about them. There's also a fun app to pick your books and track reading progress. And as well, there are reading challenges and rewards. And Book of the Month makes it really easy to decide what book to read next, which for me is like the biggest hurdle. I love when other people make choices for me, especially when they're good choices. And I'm like, cool, I can trust you. So each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles and they pick some of the best new books for you to choose from. All of the books are so good. You can't go wrong. And I mean that wholeheartedly. When we were picking like our selects for this, I was like, wait, this, I like all of them. This is hard. And I literally coordinated with Melissa and I was like, okay, so these are like my top ones. I'm assuming they will be yours. So don't pick the same one as me. So then we can swap afterwards. And that's what we did. So we got the ministry of time by Killian Bradley. And we also received The Return of Ellie Black by Emiko Jean. The Ministry of Time is like people are calling it like if you're a fan of Outlander and like spy novels or time traveling books, it's quoted from Town and Country saying it's really innovative, fun storytelling. The Ministry of Time is definitely for you and listed as 45 of the must read books for spring 2024. And then Harper's Bazaar also said part time travel romance, part spy thriller and 100% multifaceted joyride. <gasps> When I tell you that, I was like, sold. We're also excited about the return of Ellie Black. And this one is about a missing girl who returns. But that isn't the end of the story. It's only the beginning. We both like a, a, a detective book. This one is uh, 20 years since detective Chelsea Calhoun's sister vanishes. Ever since Chelsea has been searching for signs for closure for other missing girls. But happy endings are rare in Chelsea's line of work which that sounds so intriguing. And I'm looking forward to reading this novel so much. Can't wait. And we're so excited to usher in this new sponsor. And we know y'all are already going to love this. Plus, we've been recommended this so many times. Mm -hmm. So I, I we, we've already got fans in you. Try the service yourself at bookofthemonth.com and you can get your first book for $5 with code PEDALS. That is your first book, $5 at bookofthemonth.com using code PEDALS. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Heck. Okay, guys, we are back from our break, and we're going to hop into the rest of the calls. Hey, Megan. So I am 21, and my best friend is also 21. She's a few years, she's a few months older than me. Um, she turned 21 in July, and I turned 21 in September. So basically, okay, a little backstory. So my best friend has a boyfriend, and they've been together for less than six months. And she basically told me the other day that they are planning on getting married. And I am nothing, I have nothing against, like, you know, young marriage. I think it's the sweetest thing ever. Like, I follow a few bloggers who are married young, and I love them. It's, you know, yes. But in my opinion, like, marriage is just such an important and important decision that I feel like she's just, like, doing it quickly because, like, she loves him and because, like, they'll, they'll be good together and because, like, it would help him get his papers because he's Portuguese and he's like, doesn't have his documentation. Um, so, basically, like, oh, it's just crazy because I, like, we've talked about it and I'm like, okay, you know, I support you. But whenever I bring up, like, oh, like, you know, like, are you sure, like, Mind you, he's only 20. I didn't add that. He's only 20 years old. He has a good financial job. He gets paid good. You know, he, but they're not, they don't live on their own yet. And my family is very, like, big on, like, you know, if you get married, you move out, like, you have your own life, like, you know, you're grown. And I just, like, I know you're going to say it's none of my business because it really isn't. 
but she's literally like a sister to me. And I just don't want her to like get married and then something happens down, down the line and it's just like, oh, like, I don't want to be like, you know, I told you to wait. But it's like, how, basically my question is, how do I come about like, not making her wait, but like, making her notice that like she's doing it too soon because like I know her like the back of my hand and she's literally like she's like rushing into this to help him get his papers and like I know that's the reason and it just gives me literally so much anxiety like I know it's not my life but she's my best friend and I love her and I want the best for her so yeah please give me some good advice because I don't know what to do with her thanks bye true story we had a friend when we first moved out here. I, a friend of a friend. He was this French guy. Uh-huh. And he legit ran this scam to get his papers. Mm. Okay. Like he found he found a girl like in a West Hollywood club. French guy. Like date her for a couple months. Very like tall, good looking, suave yeah. guy. Uh, they got like a quickie marriage and then got divorced like five months later. I have no Doesn't idea. Doesn't have to be a year. It has to be a year, right? Doesn't it? Yeah, it's got to be longer. Uh, yeah. Then, uh, then uh, whatever, yeah. like the for it to not look like suspicious, it's yeah. usually you watch the proposal. Years. Come on. Oh, true. It's a proposal situation. Yeah, I have a friend Except that with Paula did Lisbon. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend that did marry a guy. This is before gay marriage was legal, and she married a gay guy because he needed his papers, yeah. and it was a shit show for her, and she didn't even have feelings for him mm-hmm. at all. Um, so if your friend actually has feelings, then I just can't imagine if they don't end up working out. Like I can't imagine this can't. being good. It, well, yeah, the, I can't see this one working. Well, out. this Hopefully. is what, this yeah. is what I'm gonna say though. So one of my friends, um, her boyfriend is Italian, and uh, they so her boyfriend is Italian, and they'd been together for a good amount of time. Like it was definitely more than six months, but like it wasn't a crazy long amount of time. And like they had have they had to have serious conversations like pretty early on about like, okay, I don't like I'm here on like a student, like a work student or student or work visa. And like if they were going to continue dating, are we going to do that long distance or like what would happen? And they had like a serious conversation about like they thought like, you know what, like push comes to shove, like we would probably get married. Like it would just make it easier in that sense of it. And it wasn't like such a serious thing. He ended up getting his green card in the lottery, in a green card lottery. So they ended up not getting married. But like, I think like if your friend is going to go through like exactly like you said the fucking headache of it all mm-hmm. like it is and like i have another friend of a friend who like went through this with their girlfriend like it's such a fucking it's so hard and such a fucking shit show that like they don't make it easy for you no. so like the first fucking meeting that you go to it's gonna like scare potentially scare the shit out of her and if she really really wants to go through with it that's because she really 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 does lo- like love him other like she's going to be as much as you're trying to protect her more than anything like the united states is like hey fuck off we don't want anybody here that kind of thing like so i don't think that you need to like play that like voice of a reason because you no matter what it's going to come from a personal place as a friend versus like someone who's like a third party like government employee who's going to be trying to like like really like rattle them in a way that really see how much she wants it and i think the only thing that happens from you inserting yourself in the situation is just going to make her mad at you and resent you 
And I will also say like your feelings with your family, like marriage means you move out and all of that kind of stuff. Like that's your family. That's like what your view and not everyone's view of marriage is the same. I think, yes, getting divorced would totally like getting divorced totally would suck. But I also don't if that's not death, like that's not the worst thing that could happen in your life. I'm think if people want to, I don't know, like put labels on things with government involvement or not, I don't think it's your business to protect people. And you just, yeah, you need to let people make their own mistakes. But at the same time, maybe there's like a part of you that like is doesn't like, I mean, if one of my, if my best friend got married at like 21, I would be pissed because I would be like, I was like single at 21. And it was kind of like, well, you're my best friend. Like, I don't want this. Like, that's my, my friends and I joke about like the first one to get married. It's like, who's going to leave the part? Who's going to leave the party the earliest? Like, who's going to go first? And I think like, maybe there's a part of you that doesn't, yeah, would feel like you want to, you're end up going to lose, losing your friend to the situation, which I think then just make an effort with your friendship with her. But if you spend your whole time in your friendship and she's basically like your sister, like giving her advice, like unsolicited advice on this. I just don't think then if anything did happen, she's not going to come to you because she doesn't feel like you're going to be able to like listen and support her without saying I told you so. I think the main thing is that she's worried about her friend being heartbroken if this doesn't work out. And your friend can be heartbroken. Yeah, you can't. In any type of relationship. I know marriage is like something that's way more official. Yeah. And she could have to go through like Mm-hmm. a lot of terrible things but I feel like this is a lesson she's gonna you can yeah. say your feelings but it's ultimately it's gonna be a lesson that she has to learn on her own yeah you can't protect people from like all of the hardship they're that they're gonna face in their lives and also as somebody <laughs> who's like done that and like told friends like oh I don't think this or even like with like, like you married someone so they could get their green no card. thank you Thank you so much. This is how you're, oh, yeah. This is how really he's here. Appreciate it. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, no, but like I have definitely like when I was younger kind of said my, I don't know, like said my shit on my friends and who they dated. And like if I didn't like their relationship or something like that. And as I've gotten older, I've kind of been like, you know what? Like this is something that like the only thing that ever did it was unless it was like a really extreme situation, which even in the extreme situations, all I did was create like divide and tension between me and my friends mm-hmm. and then made them feel like when shit did inevitably hit the fan, like I, the smart person knew it would, they didn't talk to me about it. Like, and I think if you really care about her as a sister and a friend, I think your responsibility is just to be there for her own happiness. And yes, logically you can think like, well, statistically this might not work in all of these things, but if this is going to make her happy right now, you just have to be in that camp. Like, and just so she can talk to you about it yeah i mean statistically speaking it's <laughs> probably not gonna work out Moss is a capricorn <laughs> a it's young true. marriage it's like yeah much higher rate of attrition and with the extra like yeah variable of a non-american national mm-hmm. getting married i think your instincts are probably right but if your instinct is you don't want to lose your friend megan is probably right you really yeah should probably keep you know keep your peace and if things work out then that's a really great story and congratulations to them and if it doesn't then that's when you can kind of swoop in as a good friend and be like you know it sucks yeah as Megan said it's not death or 
you know, like a health scare or anything. It's something that can be worked through. And then you can be the great friend that sounds like you are then. Mm -hmm. I would say the only thing I'll add to that is I don't know if you've said anything to her already or if this is just like subtle hints, but I think like you do, if it will make you feel better, I also think it could be a great thing just to like take her to coffee and be like, I just want to have a conversation with you. I know you are so happy and you're so in love, but I just want to let you know at any point during this, like and say like, I really like him. I think he's awesome. I think you guys are great together. You seem so happy. I know that like, this is going to be a really difficult process. And I just want you to know at any point, if you be, if you start to freak out and you're like, oh my gosh, am I making the right decision? Like, talk to me about it. Like, I'm going to be here for you through the whole thing. So open up that door of communication because maybe, maybe she is panicking and freaking out underneath it all and know you haven't said anything. But I think if you just kind of lay it there of being like, hey, how can I help you during this process to like make this easier for you? Like, I know this is going to be a tough time. Like, let me know what I can do. And like, I'm obviously I'm your best friend. Like, I'm always here. Like, if you need anything, she'll know what that means. And then you can kind of keep that line of communication open. But if you've already said shit on shit on shit on shit, I think like this is where you just like stop and you're just supportive of her happiness. And cross your fingers that it works out. On to the next. Hi, Megan. I am 28 years old, and I am married to my husband. We've been married for three years, and we have a new baby. Um, and he's a really great husband, a great dad. We're best friends and soulmates. The only problem is he doesn't really understand, in my perspective, mental health as far as... Um, anxiety, social anxiety, and depression. So I suffer from all three, lucky me, every once in a while. Um, I usually deal with it pretty well. I've had it for as long as I can remember, so I have my own little techniques to deal with it. But recently, I've decided that I need to be telling people when I'm not feeling the best. So if I'm feeling anxious or dissociative, um, I feel like I need to let him know because if I don't, it'll come out as the having uh, anger or just being sad and snapping at him for no reason. So last night I was sitting on the couch and I just got hit with a wave of uh, anxiety, I guess, and kind of like feeling like I wasn't there. So I told him, you know, hey, I'm not feeling that great today. And I just want to let you know that. And his response was, well, what's wrong? We have a perfect life. We have a great life. Everything's fine. What's the problem? And we've had this conversation many times before, and then it leads to an argument, and it leads to him being mad at me, and then I'm even more upset, and I'm crying, and then he storms away because he doesn't understand. So what I'm wondering is, how do you deal with your significant other or friends or family and whenever you're trying to express your mental health to them and they just don't understand it? Um and he wants to try to help, and I try to tell him all I need him to do is just comfort me, maybe give me a hug, but he still really doesn't get it. And I'd hate it to become arguments because that's the last thing you want to do when you're feeling depressed or anxious is to argue. Uh, okay, so if you have any advice for that, that'd be great. Thank you. Love your podcast. Bye. I figured this would be the perfect one for this episode. <laughs> Mots is feeling <really> targeted. <laughs> So did you like put like, <laughs> just like one of your friends? No, just no, no, I know, I know. 
Um, well, we're all friends. We are all friends. Yeah. They're little fuckers on us. Uh, well, as our <laughs> if our facial expressions didn't give it away, this is obviously very <laughs> pertinent to <laughs> our lives. This call. Um, I guess I would say, as someone that's has been in your husband's position. Um, and like, we've been making jokes over the podcast that I'm a Capricorn, <laughs> the, the, um, uh, the generalization, uh, is that Capricorns like are unemotional and very like cold, and, mm-hmm. which holds, I'm an Aquarius, so holds yeah. some water, you know, <laughs> kind of true. Yeah. There's some truth to that. Certainly with me, like I, I will fully fully say that like I emotion and like overt emotion is definitely something that like makes me um uncomfortable and like I definitely have to think about it more and like Mm -hmm. be more aware of like how I react to it because my normal reaction is to be like uh peace (laughs) it feels good (laughs) um yeah but I would say like you should just keep you have to like keep talking to your husband because that's the only thing that's like really helped me mm-hmm. um, with like that because I like what you just described is something that has happened to us like many times. Well, mm-hmm. not many times, but okay, many times. <laughs> uh, and you know, you yeah, you just have to um, you have to you have to talk about when it's when it when it's as you just described in the call, which is random and, and very much like sometimes it just comes on um, and there's not a reason, there's not a trigger, there's not anything like tangible in the moment that makes you feel that way. It's just something that happens to you and you have to deal with it. Um, and I would say the other thing that's important is when you, excuse me, when it does happen and there is a reason like something happens you feel sad about it you need to talk about that too because i think like being very like communicative about the times when it's just there isn't a trigger and the times that there are will be like helpful for him to like be more empathetic um more understanding and more uh better equipped to not storm off I guess if that makes sense yeah no I would say I think like I don't know what you've talked to him about in like things that make you feel better but we've had that conversation so many times of like yeah this will happen where I will just like be feeling anxious or depressed and then you'll be like is are we okay and I'm like yeah and then it becomes like we're arguing about like the origin of it and I think you're right in the sense that like you should be telling him when it's sparked by something and when it's not sparked by anything. And then also like we've had conversations when I'm not feeling that way, like maybe a day after or something like that, where it'll be like, Hey, FYI in general, when I'm feeling really shitty like this, this is what like will make me feel better. And just reminding of it. And I think like it's, I will even say like, it's really hard when you are feeling shitty to then be patient with somebody else and their reaction to it. But also like if he doesn't struggle with that in the same way that you do, because that's the whole thing. It's like even if you both struggle with like mental health, 
or, and he just, you guys, everyone goes through it very differently. Even like my friends and I want to be, we go through it in very different ways. I think you need to cut him a little bit of slack as well in the sense that like you should have some conversations with him, not just in the moment, because that's a really heightened, like high stakes experience for both of you. And you're right in the sense that like the last thing that you want to fucking do when you are feeling anxious is then get into a fight about that. But I think if you can like later on after something like that has happened or even like before just striking up a conversation and being like, hey, you know, there are some times where I just will feel real and just explain really plainly, like I'll feel really terrible and shitty and it won't be for any reason. I promise promise you if, if it's for a reason or if it's for something that you said or that you did or that happened in my day, I will totally tell you what it is. But then the times that I'm not telling you I'm not, I'm saying that it's based on nothing is because it is based on nothing. And it's based on like the chemicals in my brain. And I'm not, this isn't a trick. Like I'm not trying to like not tell you that you did something wrong. Like this isn't sort of some punishment thing. And when I'm in those times, like these are the things that would really help that you could do. And like, we've even had that where I will like, we'll be having like, I'll like be feeling shitty about something and like he'll Capricorn it and be like, do you want some space? And I'm like, babe, do I ever want space? And he's like, no, you're right. And so sometimes people's instincts, we, we are so used to like treating other people how we would want to be treated. So there's some times where like I'm feeling a certain way. And if you were in the situation, you would want to do something differently. And so your instinct is to be like, I'm going to give someone space. But then in that, maybe your boyfriend. Yeah. We've had these conversations a lot of the times about like when you're having, when you're going through something, what you want the other person to do. And then so we're just we usually rely on doing what we would want. So he you need to basically really help him see that these are what's going to make you feel a lot better um, versus like he might not be going about this from like a dick move or being an asshole. This might just be how he would like to break it down and talk about feelings. If he was going through it, it doesn't necessarily mean that he's not being understanding of it. He's just doing what he would want. So I think like, I mean, at least like you can say if it's true, but do you feel like if we have a conversation when I'm not feeling shitty about like what makes me feel better, like that sticks more than like in the moment? Yeah. I think like what you just said is pretty true. Um, we're so just to be clear, like we both, the two of us both like struggle with depression. Um, and when I'm depressed, like I usually need two things. I need solitude and I need like something to do. So the number one thing I do when I'm depressed and I'm not at work or like otherwise occupied, um, is go hit golf balls because you're by yourself and you're doing something that like takes your mind off whatever is like upsetting you or the fact that you are upset. And so when we were dating earlier in our relationship, because that worked for me, I obviously, it's human to assume that it works for everyone else. That Megan, you want to go hit golf balls? No, but <laughs> no, like, like, you know, like, oh, you're not, if you're not feeling well, like, you know, you need some space. And then like, do you, do you want to you know, read a book or whatever? Um, and that doesn't work for, uh, doesn't work for everyone i think like when you're talking to him as megan said probably better not to get super deep into it in the moment wait until like the day after if you want to be like hey yesterday i was feeling really down when i'm feeling really down it would really mean a lot to me if instead of like 
saying, you know, you can't be depressed because we have a great life, which is like, doesn't work that way, dude. Um, you know, can you, you know, be great if you would just like sit down and put your arm around me or like, you know, like, I don't know if your boyfriend's like a naturally funny guy or like, it'd be great if you sat down and put your arm around me and like told me a funny story or like mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, but you know, that just, you know, goes back to my earlier point is you have to be like really overly communicative because when we were starting dating, when we started dating, especially after we started living together, cause I think it's obviously a lot different when you live to live together. When you don't, you kind of don't have these mm-hmm. moments as much. Um, we, uh, you know, it took some time for, I mean, still working on it, but it definitely took some time to like realize that like what I need when, when I'm not feeling great is like very different, um, from what Megan needs. And we still, we, to this day, like we still work on it. Mm-hmm. Like there are still times when like I'm depressed and Megan's like, you know, her instinct. Do you want to like, hug? Do you want to talk? Do you want to be clingy? You know, do you want to, you know, like let's, and I'm like, no, I really just need to like, yeah. I'm going to go like read my book or like watch, you know, watch something that like is meaningful to me or go hit golf balls. And there's still times when Megan gets depressed. I'm like, oh, this is probably a good time for me to go, you know, watch like Netflix or not, <laughs> not. So yeah. yeah, but you just have to, you have to be really, especially if he doesn't know like what that feels like. Like if he's like a type A, always on, up person, mm-hmm. like you have to be way, way like over the top communicative with him. Yeah. And I think the last thing I'll end on is like in the moment when you're feeling really anxious and depressed, I think the most important thing is that's not a teaching moment for him. That's like a self-preservation, self-care moment for you. So if you're feeling that way, I don't think it's the time to dive into that kind of conversation. And if he starts to say something like that, just be like, can I just have a hug? That's all. Just say exactly what you want from him. And just be like, I don't really want to talk. I just want, can you just cuddle me? Okay. Do we have... Is it time for? For, for um, I wrote it down so I didn't forget this time. <laughs> it's gonna be four words that we just can't do. It's don't blame them. Don't blame them. Which should be easy to remember. Very easy. You change one. <laughs> Wait. So this is the true test of the last episode you listened to. Yeah. What is this? Ooh. That means you haven't listened in like a whole <laughs> season. Yeah. No, that's not true. No, but well, let's don't blame them. No, I I, I like. You you just listen to, to the, the first two epi- two minutes and then cut it off. Yeah. No, I listen to like the first. I listen to the calls. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll explain it to your <laughs> guest. Um, so this is when callers, um, listeners call in and they give their own advice on previous oh. episodes. Yeah, he has not listened in a long time. Mm-mm. That's okay. I, I told you. I also told him to like 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 you know like lean back out of it because I was talking about him a lot and I was thinking yeah. I don't want to listen. <laughs> So this is from the episode with Zach Kornfilm. Um, it's a good episode. It is, it's a good episode. I really love that one. So the original caller, she um, was getting weird things in the mailbox from her ex, mm. like target cards and just oh, money. Yeah. And she hated what? that he was just like showing up on her property. Yeah, that's and he weird. Would, and he wouldn't really say anything. Also, target cards, step it up. Come on. Yeah. yeah. They're going to send something. Maybe an something. Olive Garden gift certificate. Sephora, you know? Amazon. Right. Amazon would be the Outback ultimate. Steakhouse yeah. that you really want to get back into her heart. A couple <laughs> blooming onions. <laughs> 
Uh, sounds good. And so this the um, person that's calling in with their advice has similar situation. Oh my god, all of you guys have stalkers. I've never had a. St- I know I shouldn't like be jealous, but like, but you have gotten a restraining order, haven't you? Oh, true. Yeah. So and that was cool. I don't know. I just. I told you the story about my, not stalker, but. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good one. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I just want to um, give some advice for one of the callers. Uh, this is the episode with Zach, and this is the last call um, where the girl broke up with her boyfriend that they've been dating for two and a half years, and um, he sends her stuff in the mail, and she's uncomfortable. Um, you mentioned that you know if he continues to come to her house that she can get a restraining order. Actually, she can and probably should get a restraining order right away uh, and she doesn't need any more evidence um i was also in a relationship for two and a half years where my ex was extremely toxic and emotionally um and just verbally abusive and what happened was when we broke up he didn't take it very well and i was scared to death so what i did was i took screenshots of every single thing he's said to me um, and then I printed all of them out and I filed for a restraining order. And then we summoned him, we, um, took him to court and, uh, with the evidence that I had provided, which were just merely screenshots, um, the judge granted me a restraining order. And even if he doesn't show up for court, given the evidence that I've had, um, I could have still gotten a restraining order. So, um, the caller shouldn't have to wait any longer. If she feels uncomfortable, she should probably go and file a restraining order right now, today. And it's free. And even if, you know, she feels like he's no longer a threat, it's just for that peace of mind, that knowing that if he does ever try anything again, he's going to get in trouble. So that's that. Not to defend myself, but I did say, and you probably didn't hear on the original call, that it depends on what state you're in. So yeah. I had said, I didn't know what state that she was in. So my only experience with restraining orders is in California. Um, and I also don't even know if it's different county to county. Like what I know, mm. I don't know. I think it would be state law. Yeah. All yeah. I know is my lawyer had told me when I was like, how do I get a restraining order? That they were like, the next time that they're on your property, which they were, then it was like, you need to call the cops to have a record. And once you have a call and record of them being on your property, you're going to be able to get that. That that was a requirement. Also, maybe it's changed in the last like two or three mm-hmm. years. Three. Uh, uh, who cares? You don't have to put a date on yeah, yeah. What? You're like looking at me. <laughs> what? Like, was, what was the what was the date? Do today? you not remember what I'm talking about? Of course I remember. Oh, okay. what you're talking about. Okay. Well, but, well but you I just, remember the time. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's also changed. So yeah. No, I definitely think like. 100% that that's the thing that you should go through. Um, and I think it's great. Hopefully California has actually changed the laws where you don't need to have had them on your property, which I always thought was really fucking backwards. And it made no sense for like celebrities who had stalkers where it was like, oh no, you have the next time they're on your property, you need to like call. And it was like, this is so creepy that you kind of have to wait for this. And I had a friend who it took her a really long time to get a restraining order against somebody um, who was like violent because she had to wait until like it posed an imminent threat like physically like in like a certain vicinity like of where she lived um so yeah so i think like it's yeah i'm sure read up on the laws um but i definitely think before like if the other caller from the original call is listening um i don't even necessarily really remember everything i had said in that but i think like 
the first, like the most helpful information you can get is calling the police immediately and saying, and they'll tell you like, Hey, yes, this is the, these are the steps that you need to take, or like, this is what you can do now. And like, this is their job. They're very helpful. Um, so if I made it seem in the original call that like you needed to wait, it was more like, this was my own experience. Yeah. And my own personal experience. It might not even be the same anymore. And that it doesn't mean that I think that that's something you should do. It was just something that I had to go through those, like like check off those boxes in order to get to where I got. Um, and maybe documenting everything. Yeah. Always so many pictures, so many screenshots of everything. That's, uh, we should have definitely said that the first time, but that's what I did. I like don't throw away things um, if you're in the situation. Yeah, well, that was what the the caller gave. Yeah, me mm-hmm. no, it's right. She like, yeah, she brought ne- a Kamars that shit. Never, it's never been easier to document everything. Mm-hmm. So take advantage. It's very true. Yeah. Well, guys, that is it for our episode. Thanks, babe, for being on. Uh, always a pleasure. Did you have a good time? Yeah, this is always really fun. Did you like it more than the first time? Um. I, I thought this I the advice was a little bit better this time. I will say that the one call we had the last time about <laughs> wait I don't even remember. Oh, you don't remember? It this? was a whole year ago. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, about the the young woman whose boyfriend's mom was like really good friends with his ex girlfriend. Oh, Do you not remember that? Yeah. No, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah lived with me that's <laughs> such an irritating but you have to keep in mind that we hear like we a hear lot of so much shit not <laughs> shit but like we hear a lot yeah, yeah but that was like uh, I mean, go back and listen to that episode okay we, sh- we will comedy. one of the boyfriend's mom ones that forever lives in my brain is the boyfriend's mom who told the girl that she needed to get a boob job because mm-hmm. her boobs were too small he hasn't listened Ooh. because that was recent it was recent yeah. so so um well to catch up um <laughs> thanks for being on babe happy belated valentine's me. day Oh, yeah. Well, happy pre-Valentine's Day. No, yeah. it's belated when this is up. I know, but we're recording it. Right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, you're ruining like the, the podcast magic. Um, well, if you guys enjoyed this episode and you watched it, check it out on the podcast app or on Stitcher or on SoundCloud or just go to don'tblameme.show to figure out where you can listen to it. And if you're listening, go watch the video version. See how awkwardly far apart Mons and I are sitting this whole time. I swear we're dating. Yep, there's an awkward handhold. All of it. Yeah. <laughs> Looks very forced. That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> We're just like at the point we've been dating long. You know, you see couples who do like YouTube videos, yeah, they've been dating for like four months and they're, and they're all like over each other. Sitting on top yeah, of each like other. on each other's lap. And it's like, this is what like comfortability is. This is what like, yeah. I don't know how long, three years, something, three and a half years, something. That's what you don't even know. No, nope, don't even know anymore. Don't care. Nope, not at all. Uh, no, I do care. Um, but, uh, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram, we're at don't blom meme pod. I already said you can watch the video version. And if you want to follow Melissa and I, our socials will be listed down below. And if you want to call in for a future episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners can leave us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. And I got a, just a couple house cleaning things. Um, if you're calling in to give advice or calling back for the um, bonus episodes, please, please, please let us know what episode that the call um, is from. Um, just because we get so many. Okay. Um, well, guys, um, we'll see you next time. Goodbye.